I'm Caleb Rowe, and I am half of the Bipolar Agnostics. So I decided to do a little mini episode. Uh, I've been out of commission for a while. I've been under the weather. I just really, really want to thank everyone for all your thoughts and prayers, if that's something that you do. It was honestly pretty rough there for a couple of days, and I'm, I'm feeling a whole lot better. And I thought I'd do a little mini episode. Um, Nate did a mini episode, so I thought, what the heck, might as well do one myself. Kind of in response to his, actually, because... As you can see in this undoctored photo, Nate's a racist. This is a picture of Nate shaking hands with Donald Trump. And then here's one of him kissing Donald Trump's finger. What's up with that? And, and this is post-President Trump. So I don't know what he is going for, but that kid is a racist. He's racist against me. He's under the impression that Nate is a race. And I'm not Nate, so I'm not part of this, uh, the supreme race of his, apparently. Anyhow, I, uh, also want to take this opportunity in this mini-sode to talk a little bit about philosophy and theology, uh, just because I know Nate gets annoyed with me sometimes when I go off. And if you get annoyed, then... Yeah, just shut it off right here. No offense taken. While I was laid up in the hospital, had a lot of time to do a lot of thinking, and I wrote something that I would like to read. Allowing Christ into the Godhead, Christ, Yahushua, a man, a rabbi, who came at his culture's accepted worldview and or philosophy or religion, from the inside to disassemble its structure and make room for the new. A man whose essence and story points and pivots around his death, naming this essential man or son of man, which we somehow brush off defining synonymous as its opposite, son of God, naming him as God, seems to be a necessary step for a culture which comes from a worldview, Judaism and, uh, you know, Abrahamic religions, in which God is provider or father as a step towards a drastic reinterpretation following this reevaluation of circumstance. So, I guess kind of the point there is, I don't think that we, as Christians, really let it sink in that Christ is considered God. And not even the disciples were aware of that. It was 300 years later at the Council of Nicaea where they decided that. Peter called Jesus the Messiah. He didn't call him God. And of course, in Judaism, the Messiah is a political figure. Um, so by Christianity allowing a man into the Godhead it's a huge, huge step towards a new understanding of God. As little kids, like in the Old Testament, we needed clear-cut rules. We had the Ten Commandments, never, ever, ever run in the street, never, ever touch the stovetop. But as you grow older, you learn that there's nuances and that there's exceptions to rules and stuff like that. So, you know, little kids need a parent. 
need a God to set those rules for them. And God is the reason for the morality. When, in fact, the reason for the morality, quote-unquote morality, is to keep us safe. And sin as a concept, I think I may have mentioned this before, I lean, I lean more towards Paul Tillich's concept of sin as, as separation from God, which is synonymous with hell, which would mean that existence on earth without him is hell. And, of course, I've discussed before the afterlife being a material afterlife, as matter is never created or destroyed. Um, but as little kids, you know, you, you need these clear-cut black-and-white rules. As you grow older, you learn nuances. And uh, when we're younger, God is the reason for morality. And so without God, there's no reason for morality. But as we grow older, we learn there's a reason for the morals. There's a reason to not do drugs. There's a reason to not have premarital sex. You know, you can overdose, you can get STDs, you can get unwanted pregnancies. There's a reason behind every single of the commandments, which Christ actually did come to abolish. It's kind of funny that we still have them up all over the place. So if morality is really just looking out for yourself, then God isn't the reason for morality, but life is the reason for morality. There are these big concepts that we can't ever achieve, but we have to pursue after. This is something um, Jacques Derrida points out, that you can't achieve it, but you have to try to. You have to try to, like justice. You know, you can't ever fully achieve justice. You'd have to make a law for every single person. Like we talked about with the uh, immigration episode. Justice, love, you know, pure selflessness, altruism, things like this. And even with God as a being, that doesn't necessarily eliminate him as a concept along with these ideals. I guess ideal is a better word than concept. But if a Christian thinks there's no God, they throw morality out the window. But... If a agnostic comes to terms with the fact that there's no God, then they want to be healthy. They want to live a happy life. Yeah, they, they want to have kids. They want to have a family. So they may test the limits, but they want to look out for themselves. So you're only really doing yourself a favor. I know people, people are always talking about being obedient to God and pleasing God, and Really, the point behind all of that is yourself, is to take care of yourself so that you can have kids, so that you can have a family, so that you can influence the world around you and make it a better place and build heaven on earth. Because as far as I can see, this is all we got. And if there's more than this, then, then hallelujah. I'm ready for it. Hallelujah.